So about five weeks ago, I was having a meeting with someone that uh, is a mentor to me in this marketing space in the multifamily world that I really admire. And before we dug into our meeting, he mentioned to me, you know, every time I get on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, I see stuff from you guys. Y'all are crushing it. You, you know, you're dominating this space. And it made me feel really good um, that he noticed. Well, fast forward three weeks ago, Lauren and I were presented with a potential business opportunity from someone that we didn't know, also very well respected in this space. And one of the first things when we met in person for the first time that he shared was, wow, you guys, I'm not on a ton of platforms. LinkedIn is the one that I'm on predominantly. And man, you guys are everywhere. You guys are putting out some really great stuff. I have no clue how you keep up with putting out so much content. So that was the second time that I heard something very similar. And then about a week ago, I was approached about a potential speaking engagement um, from an organization that I've never worked with, also in the multifamily space. And one of the things that uh, the lady that reached out to me just said, you know, I'm not very familiar with you guys. I wasn't a few months ago, but I started following you on Instagram and then I found you on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And wow, you guys put out so much good stuff for this space. I mean, whatever you're doing, keep it up. So that was three times in about five weeks that I heard that same thing. And I'm not starting this podcast because I want to give us a pat on the back. Although anytime you get feedback like that from peers and mentors and just well-respected people in your space, it feels really good. The reason I'm sharing that is because about six months ago, my team and I really put a concerted effort into upping our content game and our presence on social media to really increase our organic reach. And the results have been there. And just hearing that validation felt really good, but it's something that we've been seeing. And so part of this podcast, Marketing Home, Marketing You, is about sharing with you guys the things that we're doing. You know, we're not an expert in everything that we try to do, right? We're learners just like you. And so after we try some things, we see what works, what doesn't maybe work as well. I want to share those things with you guys and maybe shortcut some of the learning for you all. So I think it was episode number three where we talked about how to make social posting easy. That really gave the formula of the types of things that you need to be posting about. That one was a hugely popular episode. And so I thought that this episode, we'd follow it up by actually kind of pulling back the curtain and giving you guys a sneak peek into the tools that we use regularly to make it feel like we're everywhere on social media without it completely consuming our time. And so I'll be sharing more in future episodes, but today I'm going to share 11 tools that we're using. And these are broken up into tools that help curate content, schedule posts, and repurpose posts, then also help up-level posts. So once you get good at posting and you want to take it to the next level, tools that are making it easy to do that. And then at the very end, I'm going to be sharing a tool that I'm trialing and I'll let you guys know how it's working so far. So are you guys ready to dig in? We're going to get into 11 social media marketing tools that are in our very own Sprout Marketing Toolbox. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Marketing Home, Marketing You podcast, a show for busy multifamily and real estate professionals that want to kick butt in their careers without sacrificing their lives or their sanity. Week after week, Barbara Savona of Sprout Marketing brings you quality conversations with industry leaders, mini marketing workshops, and step-by-step guides on everything marketing, business, and career growth. So grab a cup of coffee and get ready for some outside-the-box ideas from the girl that lives inside the shipping container box. 
Okay, so before we get into all the fancy tools and apps, one of the tools that I want to talk to you guys about is probably in your hand right now. It's in your phone. So two things that I use often as we kick off the first section on curating good content is our iPhone notes and then our photo albums. So let me tell you how I use it. There's a lot of times that I'm either on Pinterest or I'm out and about, whether maybe I'm on a flight and I'm looking at a magazine or um, I'm visiting a community and some inspiration hits. Sometimes I'm at Trader Joe's and I love something that they're doing and an idea strikes. So instead of lose it or think that I'm gonna remember, I open up my iPhone notes and I've got a category, a note section that's called social media. And in there, I just jot down a couple of notes. So it might be something as simple as a quote that I heard or just an idea of something I want to elaborate on. Or for example, perhaps with you, you might be um, wanting to post about things within your neighborhood. So like restaurants or different things, and you might just be somewhere and want to list out, hey, don't forget to mention that Mary Lou's Cafe has the best chips and nachos in one of our posts. So super simple, right? Now, if you also happen to have an image attached with that, that's where the album folder can come in handy. You might snap a picture of Mary Lou's restaurant or that delicious bowl of chips and salsa or both of them uh, and even yourself may be enjoying it. And then you might add that to an album that you have titled social media content. That makes it really easy for your notes and your albums to tie together. So I've considered that as one tool for curating content. You never know when the inspiration's gonna hit and you always wanna have it on the ready. So for me, I have my both my notes and my albums on a shortcut so that I can just with one push of a button get to them. And that way I don't end up forgetting something that I'm sure I'm gonna remember because I never do. <laughs> okay, so the second tool that I love kind of in conjunction with that is an app called Word Swag. So whenever I'm thinking about a quote or maybe just a message that I want to put out there and I want it to look a little bit nicer than maybe something just in my notes, I'll hop on the Word Swag app and I'll type type that in and then it allows me to pick different fonts and different formatting. It's super simple and I know they have a free option and there's also a paid option that then doesn't have the Word Swag marketing, which is what I use. So that's my second tool, super easy. Um, not expensive and can create some nice high quality looking graphics for your quotes and things like that. Now the third tool I'm definitely partial to and that's the Sprout Marketing Membership. So Yes, that is our membership, and this is not a sales pitch, but let me tell you what it's good for. So the Sprout membership offers an endless supply of digital graphics. You can find things like social media squares, everything from like rent is due to pet friendly to, uh, you know, we're having this kind of an event. Literally, there's I think there's like thousands of digital graphics and they've all been created for multifamily and real estate. We, when we went to set out and build this membership, it was all the tools that I wish I had when I was a property manager. And so they're there. In addition to that, we've added things like Instagram stories, Some of my favorites are this and that, where people uh, like your residents can select what things they like. Those kind of graphics can be great indicators when you're thinking about what type of an event to host and also just to help share. One of the things I want to note is the longer that people stay on your platform, the more that they share your content, the more Instagram says, hey, this is good content. I need to show it to more people. So that's why those graphics are created. They're not just meant to be just a pretty graphic. They're meant to stop the finger scroll and then get people to share. 
In addition to that, we have things like testimonial templates, where if you get a great testimonial and you want it to look really good and you just don't have time for the formatting, our team can do that. We also share creative holidays. Um, every month we put out a great calendar to our members that has all the creative holidays for the month. So like coming up, what is, we had peanut butter day. Pe uh, there's a few other really fun ones. I think on uh, just in a few days, it's going to be Oreo day. And so lots of fun stuff. What's awesome about that is you get all the digital graphics, but we also give you Mad Libs captions. So social becomes really easy to post. When you don't have the brain space, you just copy the caption, post it with the great image, and then modify it with a couple of uh, words to make it personalized. There's also stock photography that we actually created for multifamily and real estate. Everything is industry specific. There's ideas on how to create engagement. We give you tutorials like how do you use Instagram stories? How can you use the highlights? What do you do on Facebook? How can you build your reach on LinkedIn? That's all in our training section. And we help you partner your offline efforts with your online initiatives. So you'll find graphics and ideas. That's one of my favorite tools. We use it. A lot of the images that you'll see on our feed, they're part of our membership. Why not use it, right? Our content's already been created. So if you're interested in checking it out, you can go to watchyourbusinesssprout.com uh, forward slash join. And if you're listening to this episode and you've never tried it before, you can use the discount code POD85 for $15 off your membership. So typically it's a $100 membership. And with this discount code, it's $85. And I guarantee you what this tool does is it literally shaves hours and hours and hours off of your posting each and every month. So our members love it. Okay. Something else that I use as a tool when we're going and creating content, and uh, it's been a real lifesaver, is a tool called Grammarly. It's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y. It's basically a writing assistant. It's a Chrome extension that we use, and it's like your BFF grammar police. So for some of us, we are just, you know, we're going fast. Maybe grammar isn't our thing. Maybe spelling sometimes gets in our way. What I love about Grammarly is it catches any grammar errors. And once you install it, you can actually do it in, it checks your emails. It checks whatever things you're writing in a document, in a Google Doc, um, just in a regular document. It also helps you to rate how your tone is. So sometimes I'll be ready to send an email and Grammarly will pop up with an emoji that has kind of like a sad face and it says, the tone of this feels a little negative. So then I'll reread it and I'm like, add a few maybe words that um, warm it up a little. So it's great when you're creating your social content because again, it's that double check for spelling, grammar, and tone. There is a free option, but you'll also find a paid option for $11.66 a month, which is the one that I use. That one allows you to plug in Grammarly into everything that you're doing. So it's really cool. Really love it. Now, the other things that, um, the other tool that I really like that is at the access of your fingertips is Google Docs. What I love about that is if, for example, you have a team and maybe you're not the only one that is coming up with content to post about, you could create a Google Doc, whether for the month. So for some people, you might want to create like a Google Doc that is called March or April, and then you write in all the things that you want to post about on social. Other people do it different. 
And this might be a better way to do long-term content. You can create a Google folder called social media content. And then on the inside, you can have different topics. So for example, you might have little captions that you use for renewals, referrals, for outreach marketing, or to talk about neighborhood things like restaurants or different things like that. So when you do that, you can then have individual Google Docs and everyone can add to it. So if you have the Grammarly extension plugged in, what's nice about that is it's double checking your grammar while you're writing captions. So that way, even if different people on your team are contributing content, you can make sure that there is a standard for the type of content that you have. So what's great is you can collaborate uh, as a team. You can work in real time. You can see each other writing in there. You can organize files, like I said, through those shared folders. And then you can make comments. So maybe you're a property manager and you're outsourcing one of the, maybe some of your content to one of your leasing agents. And you go in and after they've batched, write, uh, batch they batch their content that they're writing, you can then go in and highlight notes and say, hey, I'd like this to be changed or really good comment here. Let's see more of these type of posts. And it's really great. So you can see it in real time. The other thing is those documents are accessible anywhere. So you can just log into your Google account and access them. You can edit who has access. So again, there are those that can edit, comment or view only. And um, there's just so many different things in there, right? So it makes it really easy. And you can also start to build up a library of usable uh, content that you can then continue to reuse. So these, this one along with notes to me is a way to really build a nice library of content that can live on forever. Um, it can even just be used as a place to write inspiration. And that way then afterwards, somebody else can jump in and take over. And for my realtors, you might actually have somebody on your team or you might outsource some of the writing for your social media content, but you still want to check it so that it has your tone, it has your feel, and it's on brand with you. You're the brand, right? So again, the Google Doc is great because you could have a ghostwriter write some of your content for you and then you could comment and offer feedback. So a really simple way to really start building and curating content. So just real quick, back in our um, section of curating content, the tools that we talked about, the first one is your notes and your albums. Then the next one we talked about was word swag. The third one was a Sprout marketing membership. Then we talked about Grammarly. And then the fifth one that we talked about is Google Docs. So once you have curated content, then how do you make sure that you're not spending hours and hours actually posting this content on the fly? After all, you guys are doing so many other things, right, in the moment. So how can you batch scheduling content? Well, I want to share the two tools that our team uses internally that have saved us literally hundreds of hours over the last few months. So Tool number six is a tool called SmarterQ, and it is, in essence, an all-in-one social media management tool. So what is this tool good for? Well, it's good to have a con uh, consistent present on social media, presence on social media without being glued to every single platform all day long. It's also great for recycling con content and then visually seeing it. And it, you can also monitor what is being said. You can even respond to comments with their additional feature. So currently, SmarterQ supports LinkedIn profiles and pages. It supports Facebook pages and groups. It supports Instagram via their mobile app and Twitter profiles and Pinterest profiles. How are we using it at Sprout? Currently, we use it for LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. The things that we love about it are the visual calendar, 
once you post your content, so basically the way it works is you add content, you might open up your Google Doc, have your Sprout Marketing membership up, your folders up, you've got all your content that you're ready to post. Let's say you're using the creative calendars from your Sprout membership. So you start to load in your digital graphics, your captions, and you might have a category. You can put in categories uh, of different types of things. So for example, one of your categories might be fun, creative holidays. So you'll start uploading and posting content, and then you can pick what platforms you want it to go out in. So for example, let's say that you want to post something for National Oreo Day. You could load that content in drop in the the image, drop in your caption, kind of double check it. Again, if you have Grammarly, the other extension we talked about, it'll correct and kind of give you some guidelines on how to make your content better. Then you can decide what platform. So you might just say, hey, this is a great one for uh, Facebook and Instagram, but it's kind of uh, maybe not the vibe that we want to go for on LinkedIn. So you can select the two platforms, you can decide what images you want to use, you can even upload multiple images, and then you can decide if that content is going to be scheduled at a specific time, or if it's evergreen content, for example, an amenity post, you could have it recycle and post multiple times. So it's very, very flexible in that way. Um, what I also like about that visual calendar is when you pull it up, you can see have you covered your bases. You guys might start by outlining your categories. You might want to have a category for testimonials, floor plan features, team member shout outs. Um, you might want to have neighborhood features or spotlights. Um, maybe I'm trying to think of some other things, pets within the community. You could have as many categories as you want, depending on what program you're on. Then you can actually look at your calendar and you can sort it either by platform. You can say, okay, how many posts and when are, are they going out on Facebook? And you might see that you've got too many posts scheduled early in the month, but not enough later. So then you could shuffle your queue or just rearrange some things. And then you can look at it all and say, okay, do we have a big enough presence on all the platforms that we're on? What else is amazing about it is if you do start adding content that can be recycled, which by the way, you should because most social media content, I think only 6% of your content is seen the way the algorithms are working right now. So heck yeah, recycle content you can select for it to fall under evergreen content. This is content that is not date specific, that's not seasonal. This is content that is just about things that are happening regularly. So again, meet the team or specific floor plans, or if you're a realtor, neighborhood features, if you're working in specific neighborhoods over and over, or you have articles that you wanna republish, like things that paint you as an expert, you could set those up as evergreen. And then you can even create a posting plan that says, on Mondays, I want to share a motivational quote. On Tuesdays, I want to share a testimonial. On Wednesdays, I want to share what's new. And you continue that way. And you just keep feeding content in there. And then it pulls it based on your posting plan. So you really have to dig in there and just kind of play around. You can also add feeds of other people's content. So some of the things that we have in our categories are like our blogs, our intros, um, features of our membership, funny, relatable content, member communications, invitations to join our lists, uh, podcast pushes, other services like our creative services and our street teams, and then trainings and webinars. The great thing is you can see very, very cool analytics. So you can look at engagement by category to see what type of content is trending. Then when is the best time to post this kind of content? 
And then you can also look at your history and see how different things are working. So maybe certain content works really well on LinkedIn, but it doesn't on Facebook. So you can adjust in real time. And then the charts let you see how you can uh, grow your audience when you should be posting and things like that. You can see your best performing posts over the last like 30 days or 60 days. And that way, as you're planning to post for the next month, you can do more of what's working. And you can also have a weekly analytic review. So there is a uh, pricing associated with SmarterQ. I believe they have a free trial. I think it's 14 days, but don't quote me on that. Um, on the show notes, we have a, a link where you can get a special deal. But just so that you know pricing, there's a solo that starts at $16.99 if you want to get billed annually. Um, the business is $33.99 and then it goes up from there. So uh, go to the show notes at Marketing Home, Marketing You. Check out this podcast episode and there'll be links for it as well. Okay, the very next tool that I want to talk about is Pinterest. So like I said, you could use SmarterQ for Pinterest, but we have found a tool more powerful in what we're trying to do. So for us, Pinterest, you know, think about it as a search engine optimization. People go into Pinterest and they use it like they would a Google search bar or a YouTube search bar. So think about how you do. You might be looking for like crock pot recipe or marketing ideas or apartment decor, right? So that's how you want to think about um, Pinterest. And Tailwind does some really great things. So it allows you to post to Pinterest. It allows you to um, also post, I believe, to Instagram. We don't use it for that. We only use it for Pinterest. And the main reason is because they have an option called Smart Loops. So the way that Pinterest works is you never know when one of your pins can go viral. It just kind of happens sometimes, right? So the more that people see the content in the feed, the better. And Smart Loops allows you to recycle your content over and over again. So you almost create a schedule with categories, kind of like you do in SmarterQ. And then the Smart Loops pulls it and it gives you suggestions on when the best time of day for those to post. So these work really well for floor plans, neighborhood features, decor, things about pets, um, you know, just things about the neighborhood, the city that you live in. Again, just presenting yourself as an expert, all things related to home. So again, whether it's decor, recipes, just stuff that you want to showcase that ultimately all lead back to your website or to maybe a blog where you wrote in detail about a topic, that's what you want to use it for. So the great thing about Tailwind is it, in a sense, can be a set it and forget it type of a thing if you have enough content in there. So the more content that you create, the more smart loops that you have, it will just continue to pull on the schedule that you have. And then every month that you add new content, you can continue to add to that and just build this content machine. So what I love about it is with Pinterest, you can measure followers, engagement trends. You can see how viral a pin is or a board or a category. You can track key performance indicators to see if your strategy is working. You can also analyze your traffic uh, and then check out how it works with your Google Analytics. But again, don't you don't have to get that deep. These are just some of the things that it can do. And then you can also stay up to date with a customizable report that says, hey, what was your most popular pins so that you can do more of that. And then if you use it for Instagram, it does help measure Instagram campaigns to understand how your uh, your content is performing. And it helps you to really see what's working, what's not. And it helps you to discover the best uh, days and times to post. I will say personally, I like SmarterQ for Instagram and I love Tailwind for Pinterest. 
So you can do a free trial with up to 100 uh, pins on Pinterest and 30 posts on uh, Instagram, but then it's not very expensive. So for Pinterest Plus, it's $9.99 a month billed annually or $14.99 billed monthly. It allows you one Pinterest po profile, unlimited scheduling, and 250 free Smart Loop posts. You guys, that sounds like a lot, but once you really start to add content, it you'll need more. So I would say the first six months or a year, start with Pinterest Plus, and then you can uh, upgrade from there. Okay, so those are the two tools that we use to continually post content. And that's why people think, oh my gosh, they're everywhere. The reality is, is we sit down, we write our content, we organize it. Both of those platforms allow us to visually see it. Um, we're going to be making some strategic changes to when certain content goes out on certain platforms. You guys will see some of those changes, just watch and observe, and then we'll share the results in a few uh, weeks or months, depending on how quickly they work. And those are some things that, that we're kind of playing around with, but we love those two tools and you can get um, links to them in the show notes at marketinghomemarketingyou.com. Check out this episode. Okay, so when you're ready to up-level, let's go into those tools. The next few are going to be apps that you can have on your phone and they're so easy to use once you get comfortable with. So one of the ones that I love is called Record It. So it's all one word, Record It. What this is good for is actually recording whatever is on your phone. So I love this because you can show users how to find you online, how to fill out an application, submit a service request. Um, you can even do different things like how to find you like on your social media platforms, how they can install an app if maybe your community has an app or just different things that you want to show them specific on your phone. It's super simple. Uh, it records your phone screen. That's basically what it does. And then from there, you can up-level your recording. So I believe there's a free option and then there's a paid option with no branding as well. Now, the next one is if you want to up-level your content by creating videos. So it could be a compilation of a video. Maybe you just turned your camera around and you did, did like a little, hey, I'm so-and-so, like an intro of yourself. Maybe you're touring a house that you're selling or an apartment floor plan that you're showing or something at your community or in the neighborhood. And it's a pretty basic video, right? But you want to up-level it. Or maybe you've taken a ton of photos of something and you want to create something a little more engaging than just photos. So cut story, also one word in an app, is good for creating engaging videos using either photos or videos. So this is, like I said, great for touring floor plans, amenities, introducing staff, resident events, neighborhood features, house tours, introducing yourself, all that kind of stuff. So it allows you to reformat videos, stitch together videos or photos that you have to create a video. You can also change a layout to size, to kind of different sizing for the different platforms. It's so annoying, but right now, Instagram stories, Instagram, Instagram TV, Facebook, Facebook videos, YouTube, they're just, they make it hard because all of them have different sizing, right? So what I love about Cut Story is it can take a video or a photo and it can reformat it as best as it can. So you can also add music, you can record audio. So for example, sometimes I'll record showing parts of our website and then I'll overlay it with just audio. And guys, I'm not crazy tech savvy. I upload the video, we use first of all record it to record my phone, 
And then as it's playing, I just hit the record button on cut story and I overlay my voice like, hey guys, I wanted to show you the newest calendar on the Sprout Marketing site. Here's where you find it. Or, hey guys, did you know that we offer stock photography? So super easy, but it makes it personal. You can also add your logo or text anywhere. Like if I want to say, hey, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. And then I point where it is. Um, you can customize it literally for anything. And I like that they give you also music that's license free so that Instagram and Facebook won't, you know, kick it out. So I love Cut Story, super user friendly, and I think you guys will love it. And um, yeah, check it out. So there's some free options and the same thing. Most of these apps, there's an, an option um, for a paid version. And I will be honest, the investment to me is so small. It's like having, you know, this massive equipment in your hands that I usually pay the $5.99 or if it's an, I, I love the annual subscription because I can just pay it once, put it in my marketing budget, and then just make sure I use it. For those of you, find somebody on your team that has a talent for it or take a few minutes and just watch the tutorials. <laughs> if I can do it, you can too. Okay, the next app that I've been enjoying is Mixed Captions. Mixed Captions, all one word, is an app that allows you to caption a video automatically. So what you do is you load a video and then it auto creates captions. You know, for many video is the preferred content, but a lot of people are watching videos, but not with sound on. Let's say that they're at work and they don't necessarily want to announce that they're watching a video. What's nice about this caption, uh, mixed captions, is that it allows you to um, caption your videos. So let's say that you use cut story to make it really nice. You save it to your, you know, your um, camera roll. Then you load it in mixed captions and it auto creates these captions. So here's the good part. It is a lot easier than transcribing yourself word for word. Um, but at the same time, it's not without error. So sometimes it'll translate things a little wrong. If you're fanatical about everything being exactly perfect, then don't use this service, I'm telling you. So for me, the benefits outweigh the cons. Like sometimes it'll say something like I might have said marketing and it might, use, you know, catch it as a different word. I try to be super clear in my audio and that helps. But one or two words to me that don't completely translate right isn't the end of the world. I think people won't be glued to every single word. But I love using this for longer format videos like on IGTV. And it's something we've just started playing with. So um, yeah, if you caption your videos, you're going to get more viewers because the people who are watching in public and have the volume turned down, they're still going to be able to see and engage. I know for me, I love Instagram stories, but if I'm in a, in a place where like maybe I'm driving with my husband and I don't want to have the, the sound on, if one of my uh, videos comes on for some, maybe a blogger I follow, let's just say, when they have captions, I stay engaged longer. When they don't, I scroll over and I think, oh, I'll check that out later. And usually I forget and I never do. So again, back to the platform. They want to make sure that you guys have the most people engaged. And so captions help people stay on your um, content longer. So that is mix captions with an S. Okay, the last tool that I want to talk about before I get to the one I'm trialing is Wave, and it's with two Vs, so it's W-A-V-V-E. Wave makes it easy to turn audio clips into custom designed social videos. If you guys follow us on Instagram, Sprout Marketing, whenever we have an upcoming podcast, what we'll do is we'll take an image 
that we created for the podcast. And then Wave allows us to drop in an audio clip. So it's kind of like a teaser. And you could use this if you're creating a lot of content, maybe a lot of audio content, but you want an image to it. So for example, this could be fun if you post a picture of, say, a park in your neighborhood and then you want some audio behind it. So you want a static image with some audio behind it. If you yourself have a podcast, um, maybe you're doing YouTube videos and you want to maximize your content, pull the audio, do a snippet and drop over a wave file. Uh, it gives you the ability to turn something that was previously just an audible file into something visual. And again, the double whammy, it increases the engagement. So those are the 11 tools that we religiously use. They're a part of our social media toolbox. Now, we're always trialing new tools. Uh, right now, something I'm playing with is a tool called Flick.Tech. And what it is, is it basically is a tool that lets you search hashtags and see how they perform. And then it suggests other hashtags. And as of right now, I am enjoying it, but... Um, you know, our industry is very niche. So for me, there's still some kind of nuances to it, but I haven't given it enough time to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. What I could see you guys using it for is, you know, putting in, for example, you might say apartments in Louisville, or maybe there's a hashtag that's trending. It also then will share hashtags that are similar, but not as highly sought after. So you want hashtags that have, um, that are being used a lot, but then you also want some that aren't being used as much. So let's say that you use a really popular hashtag. If that's the only one that you're using, your content likely will get buried. But if you mix in some other hashtags that are still relevant, but less popular, the combo of the two seems to be making an impact. So again, I'll talk more about flick.tech as I trial it longer. For now, the tools that we talked about today, let's just do a quick recap because I want you guys to not forget them. So we started out with our very basics, right? Opening up our phone using the notes and albums feature. Then for creating quotes on the fly, word swag. Then the Sprout Marketing membership, literally for every type of image that you need, Instagram stories, social media, Facebook covers, like group covers, everything that you need. If you want it to be industry specific and you don't want to design it yourself, then you want to check it out at watchyourbusinesssprout.com. Then we talked about, let's see, which one? After that, I believe we jumped to Grammarly. So making sure that our content uh, looks and sounds like we want to with um, double checking our grammar and our spelling. And okay, guys, let me see. I also love Google Docs for creating either Google folders or Docs for creating and storing content. Then after we we talked about those, we went into our two scheduling tools, SmarterQ we use for LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Tailwind we're using predominantly for Pinterest. And then when we want to up-level, we talked about a few of these great apps. Let me find those. I've got all my papers in front of me. Hang tight. Okay. So record it for recording on your screen, cut story for formatting and cutting together videos or photos, mix captions for adding captions to your videos, and what were my last ones? Wave for creating audio clips into actual graphic files. 
and then the one we're testing is flick.tech. So don't forget that if you wanna check out the Sprout membership or if you need help even with posting, we help with that. So go to watchyourbusinesssprout.com. If you would like us to post for you, you can email hello at watchyourbusinesssprout and our team will let you know if we have openings available. So as always, it's been so much fun. This was lots and lots of information and coming soon, I'll be sharing how you can take one piece of content and turn it into many Gary V style. So stay tuned and I'll see you guys next week.